Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to the Reimagining Retirement Podcast with your host, Christine Jensen, at the Arvada Branch of Fairway Independent Mortgage. Christine is a certified reverse mortgage planner, and we are here to change the way retirement is done and to take some of that mystery out of the reverse mortgages. Connect with us on Facebook at Reimagining Retirement and check out our website at ChristineReverse.com. All right. Here we go. Well, welcome once again to Reimagining Retirement. We are on a mission to help our listeners and their families understand and reimagine what your retirement could look like or a loved one that's uh, going into retirement. I am so delighted to have with us today for our recording, Arthur Barlow, who is um, the founder of Compass Insurance Advisors. Um, quite the network, I think, of advisors that you have in your organization. Arthur, tell us about Compass. Yeah, Christine, thank you so much for having me today. And so uh, Compass Insurance Advisors, we specialize in helping individuals, families, and businesses find the best solutions for health insurance, Medicare, uh, employer benefits, and life insurance. And so we've got uh, 417 advisors scattered throughout the country, and we are very passionate about helping people and really finding them the best solutions for what their needs are. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so, Arthur, we've all been reading a lot about how there are more baby boomers this year turning 65 than at any other time in the past. And 65, age 65, is an important age. Um, because it signals a very important milestone in an American's life. Tell us about that. Yeah, so there's actually over over 10,000 people that turn 65 every day in our country, which is an astounding number. And so there's a lot of people that are aging into Medicare. And so once you uh, turn 65, you're eligible for Medicare coverage. And you can actually start, Christine, about three months prior to your birth month, you can start that process and enrolling into original Medicare. And then you have your birth month, and then you have three months after your birth month. So you have a seven-month uh, window where you can actually get enrolled in your original Medicare. And I can talk about some more specifics in, uh, you know, as far as those numbers and how that really uh, gets integrated into retirement. But yeah, during that age in period, as they call it, you have seven months to really get that taken care of. Um, and it's a guaranteed issue window. And I'll kind of explain what that means as well. So with these 10,000 people aging in every day in our country, there is just mass amounts of people that need help and understanding this stuff because it does get a little bit complex. Yeah, I mean, um, when you think about selecting healthcare coverage, now, um, some of our listeners are uh, adults that are helping their parents imagine their retirement years or reimagine their retirement years. And um, some that are 30 or 40 or 50 years old might not realize that this important switch happens when you enter into the Medicare system, because prior to that, Many of us are in a healthcare system that was selected for us by our employer, right? Um, so as we start thinking about now aging out of that, that healthcare management system that had been uh, potentially provided by our employer, um, now we have to start making some decisions on our own and selecting our own healthcare coverage, right? 
Right. I want to just kind of start off by even just congratulating all of those that have made it to the retirement age to where you, you know, you're, yes. you're there. That's where we're all trying to get to. It's exciting. It's kind of a, a fun transition. You, know, you finally made it. And so, but you're absolutely right, Christine, where um, if you were with an employer and most employers only offer a couple of plans, some only even offer one, but you know, some yeah. might offer as many as three or four but you had very limited options and you may have been on that plan for several years and kind of gotten comfortable with it, how it was working for you. And now as you get ready for retirement and you know that might even be before 65 for some people it might be after. And so you can keep your employer benefits even after 65, if you're working past that age. And then once you do retire, um, it'll be in your best interest really to transition to Medicare and not keep a continuation of that group coverage, that employer coverage. And so people that are looking at that, that transition, I would encourage them to definitely um, make that transition and not try and hold on to the employer coverage. It'll be a lot better coverage if they transition to Medicare versus that employer plan. Um, it'll actually be a lower cost option as well. And so there's not a whole lot of downside for people to really make that transition and switch to a Medicare plan once they are 65. Even if they are going to continue to work, they can still make that transition and, and continue working. And uh, some people that retire before age 65, there are other options if they were to stop working and they wanted coverage outside of what their employer was offering or COBRA or anything like that. There are plans even through the marketplace that we specialize in helping people find that they could get that would kind of bridge that gap between entering early retirement and being Medicare eligible age. So I'm so glad you brought up the marketplace because I think this is one of the areas where your um, your group really shines because there are a myriad of options available and it can be pretty overwhelming when you go into the marketplace and realize all of the coverage that's actually available. And it can be kind of mind boggling, right? For somebody who's never really done this before, never really had to shop for coverage. So um, tell us a little bit about the marketplace and then tell us how you train your advisors to help individuals and, and families um, wade or, or navigate through that system. Yeah, I love, love this topic. So. Um, there are thousands of options out there and a lot of people, we actually did a study, Christine, and found that seven out of 10 people actually choose the wrong plan uh, because they don't oh, understand no. exactly how it works or they're making assumptions that might not be entirely accurate. And so, um, you know, having somebody like a Compass Insurance Advisor to really hold your hand and guide you through that entire process and it doesn't cost you a, a penny more um, is really the best way to go about it. And the reason why is just like you were talking about how we train and certify our advisors. We are so passionate and have a motto to always do what's best for the client, regardless of any other circumstances. And so that's our motto. And we, we really abide by that. And so we, we train our advisors to really look at what the client's needs are. What are your doctors that you need to have in your network? What prescriptions are you taking? What is the consistent monthly budget that you need to target and we definitely don't want to over-insure anybody. We don't want to under-insure anybody. We got to find that, that right balance that's consistently affordable and gets them, them the best benefits possible for that consistent, affordable budget. And so we actually have this software that we built, and it quotes uh, virtually every plan in the entire country. And we have this plan analysis tool that our agents can use. 
and they can really analyze what is the best option here given a medical scenario that the client should be going on. And we found that um, there's a lot of scenarios where people that say need a surgery or they have a major illness that they're trying to treat, most people would assume, well, I, I know I'm going to have all this out-of-pocket costs. I'm going to be in the hospital, et cetera. So they assume I'm going to need a gold plan or a platinum plan or this, this outstanding, really expensive plan because I'm going to use it. That's simply not true. We, we found in our plan analysis that actually most people, depending on their income, um, are going to be far better off on a bronze or a silver plan once you factor in everything. So once you factor in the deductible, the coinsurance, the maximum out of pocket, and the premium, you have to factor in the premium as well, that we found that, that actually there's a lot of scenarios um, where those gold and platinum plans actually make the insurance company more money, and it actually costs the client more out-of-pocket cost in the end. And so by using that plan analysis tool, we can really educate all of our clients on, okay, it might appear that this is the best way to go, but in actuality, this is the better way to go. This is going to save you the most money and not the insurance company. And so we wow. really dig deep in making sure that we're doing the right thing for all of our clients with that. You know, um, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think there's times when, um, you know, we look at the the potential cost of a hospitalization. Maybe we need um, some type of surgery that we know is going to need, be needed in a year or two. And we start thinking about what the out-of-pocket expenses are going to be for that surgery. And, and sometimes that frightens us a little bit. But then when you weigh those out-of-pocket uh, costs against what the premiums are going to cost, it's really important to look at this holistically, I think is what you were saying, yeah? Definitely. Yeah. To really look at the whole, I mean, you really want to factor in everything, right? And not just be fixated on what your deductible is or your co-pays are. Let's look at the full picture and factor in everything to make sure that, we're, that we are making the right choice. And go, going back to Medicare, um, really the, the same thing can happen with Medicare. There's a lot of Medicare options out there. There's all these letters being thrown around like A, B, C, G, N, you know. It's quite an alphabet soup of options. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And a lot of people get uh, really confused by that because it is very confusing. You know, there's, there's original Medicare with Part A and Part B, not to be confused with the Medicare supplement Plan A and Plan B. So a lot of people don't explain some of those things to you. Yeah, so it's important to have somebody who's trained in all of that that can really be your concierge almost is what it sounds like you're describing. Definitely. And um, really, um, there's there's some great tools that are available to really educate people on the various parts of Medicare. And we really try to keep it simple to where people can really grasp it and understand what original Medicare is, understand what a Medicare Advantage plan is versus a Medicare supplement and a Part D prescription plan, and kind of all those different working parts. Mm -hmm. And so as everyone gets ready to really transition into Medicare, into retirement and incorporating Medicare, I think it's an important piece that a lot of financial planners do overlook at times um, mm -hmm. is the Medicare component, because there are costs involved there. And there are some things that you need to really factor into your overall retirement budget mm -hmm. and understanding what you can afford uh, versus maybe, you know, a, a more of a basic advantage plan versus like a plan G Cadillac plan that might cost you an extra $120 a month. So there's yeah. just a lot of moving parts that really have to be factored in on your original Medicare cost. And then what, what your options are with the Medicare advantage plan versus a Medicare supplement, 
and just understanding really which direction you should go that meets your consistent retirement budget and still get adequate coverage for what your medical needs might be. I got the privilege um, a little over a year ago of attending, I got to be a fly on the wall um, during your boot camp training. And I got to sit in as you were training your advisors to prepare for this open enrollment process. And some of the things that really stood out for me as I was listening to this training that your advisors go through um, is how um, you, you really prepare them to spend some time listening to their client, gleaning a lot of information and understanding their whole picture. Um, I remember sitting in on one workshop that went in really deeply on um, dental coverage and, um, and another workshop that I attended where it was really about understanding the client's finances. So, um, of course, the work that we do um, in, um, at, at Fairway and, and reimagining retirement is understanding all of the cash flow that's available. But um, in this uh, boot camp training, um, your advisors are really trained to pick out and, and um, kind of pull out of the client all of these important details. And how does that help them prepare for the recommendations that they're going to make. Yeah, I mean, having them just understand exactly that. What are the client's needs? How, you know, how, how, what does their budget look like as they approach retirement? And really, can they afford a, a, a Cadillac version plan that's like a, a plan G that's around $120 a month with a $10 prescription drug plan? Um, or are they going to be better off maybe getting a Medicare Advantage plan that is still a great plan? But those are as low as zero dollars per month, and you know you'll have a little bit more out-of-pocket cost. But we have ways of actually pairing that up with some other ancillary products to really cover up some of those major copays and get just an outstanding plan, even around somewhere to the fifty to sixty dollar range for everything um, outside of your original Medicare cost, which we unfortunately all have to pay for that Part B premium. And that, Christine, typically is going to be for most people about one hundred and seventy-four dollars a month for that original Medicare Part B premium. Um, uh, some people that have higher income will pay more than that per month, but we have a whole sliding scale that we like to show all of our clients if they meet that criteria and really just make sure that everything is very transparent and that they feel empowered to make an educated choice on what the benefits should be and that it fits their consistent budget. Because as they're kind of outlining that, and our advisors are very good at really picking up on kind of where they're at, what their needs are, what, which direction we should really help guide them. But they're having to factor in, I mean, maybe they're going to be on a fixed income and they're going uh -huh. to have their overall living ex um, expenses, but then understanding, okay, well, how much do I need to allocate for my Medicare? And is that going to go up? Is that going to change? And if I'm drawing on my social uh, security, um, is COLA going to exceed those changes with my cost of living adjustment? And and even factoring in other assets like, you know, maybe you need to get an annuity and, you know, help uh -huh. That that income, and so like we we've talked about with uh, Fairway, there's a lot of really creative ways. Yes, that we can really use things like a reverse mortgage and really free up some dollars to create a lot more income based around annuities or some different life insurance products that can really give people a very comfortable uh, income for their re retirement. Yes, because it really is all about cash flow during retirement. We talk about this all the time on reimagining retirement. 
<clears throat> where um, it's nice to get to a certain asset level when you reach retirement or, um, or um, reach a certain level throughout your retirement years. But um, if that doesn't produce the level of cash flow that you need, then you may not really be meeting your needs. So this analysis of cash flow during retirement is a theme that we talk about all the time. So planning for what your healthcare needs are going to, to cost between not only the premiums, but some of the out-of-pocket expenses, and then making sure that you have the coverage that you need is, is really, really critical. Arthur, I want to move to another topic, and that is, you know, if someone begins um, collecting uh, or entering the Medicare system, and they start with a certain health plan, and things they thought were going to work just fine, but are not working the way that they were hoping or needed, um, are they stuck on that plan forever? Yeah, great, great question. We have a lot of people come to us that didn't use us in the be in the beginning and say, hey, like, yeah, like this isn't covering this prescription like I thought, or this doctor's not in my network, and I'm just not having a good experience. And then we're able to, to really kind of look at what they're on, where they're at, and then kind of reassess. We always want to search the prescriptions and the, and the, the doctor's number one uh, kind of main focus is making sure that those two things are going to be covered adequately. And so if someone's on a plan, they're really not stuck in it. And so depending on the time of year and when they got on it, and if they're in that seven month period that I talked about, they can definitely still switch. Um, it's just a matter of when. And so some people may be able to switch immediately, depending on wh where they're at in that window or uh, kind of timing around the year with open enrollment or the annual election period. And so a lot of people can definitely switch immediately. Um, some may have to wait a little bit, but we can always move them as well. That's so comforting to know that um, there is the ability to go back and reevaluate. And it's also possible that the plan that they selected in the beginning was perfect in the beginning, but then things change, right? Life happens and you discover maybe a chronic illness that you didn't realize was there and you need it covered in a little different way. It's nice to know that you're not permanently on that plan throughout your entire retirement because at worst, you can go back in annually, right, during the open enrollment period and make any changes that you need to make, right? Yeah, so your <laughs> listeners should definitely make sure that, that they're working with an advisor that's going to be meeting with them um, at minimum every year, but hopefully even by, uh, you know, kind of bi-yearly where they're meeting with them every six months. And so um, just to make sure that exactly like you said, that their current needs are being addressed and the market changes constantly as well. The plan sure constantly and so there's oftentimes a better option that comes out that wasn't available before that you might want to consider moving to and so we educate okay. a lot of people on that every single year that hey i know we've been on this plan here and sometimes uh, carriers even reduce benefits and so you might say well you're actually losing some benefits here here's a new option that came out that might be even better for you and here's why and so let's go ahead and transition you from this plan to this new plan because it's going to give you a better deal we love the concept of consultant, someone who spends time getting to know you, but somebody who also knows their craft so well that they can help match you and your needs and your goals with the recommendations for the solutions that are going to work best. And I think that's one of the things that I've always appreciated about the training um, that you do at, at Compass and making sure that your advisors 
know their products really, really well, but also have the skills to, to be able to hear and understand their clients so that they can make those recommendations. Because one of the things that really stood out to me at the beginning of our conversation today is when you said that there are thousands of plans available. When you said the word thousands, I found my own head just spinning and I'm thinking, holy cow, if I had to navigate through thousands of plans, I'd probably lose my mind. So thank God there's somebody like you all that can know those products so that I don't have to know all of them and can really help me um, customize the selection. Definitely. I mean, there are so many options out there and there's a lot of fly-by-night companies too in Medicare. Mm -hmm. And so you really want to kind of steer clear of companies that don't have a strong reputation that maybe just came into the market. Let them settle for a couple of years, make sure that they're going to be stable, that they're going to stick around. And so we always really try and put clients on plans that we know are going to be stable. They're not going to be a fly-by-night company. They have a good reputation for customer service and paying claims because that's a really big thing for most people too is I want to go in and use my insurance and I want it to do its job. I don't want to have to now chase down all these claims and billing issues and things mm -hmm. like that after the fact that can be very frustrating. And even though you re, um, retired, maybe you have a little bit of extra time. You don't want to spend your time doing that. Right. You spend your time out hiking or on the golf course or working on some new, you know, skill or something like that. And so you know, really just, you don't want to have a plan where you're going to have to chase down those things, but really have somebody that's going to take care of you and do what they're supposed to do. And somebody who will let me know when there's new opportunities that are popping up that I might not have otherwise known about. Yep. Arthur, I want to move to a conversation about um, technology. Um, there's been a lot of talk this year about the rise of artificial intelligence and search engines and technology. And this is something that your group has really capitalized on is the technology as a tool that helps the advisor um, really uh, customize the recommendations. So um, tell us about some of the technolo technological advances that your group has made. Yeah, so we are very uh, technology-centric. Uh, we build a lot of our own technology with our internal tech team and some third-party sources as well that we partner with. But we built our own platform that does all of the the kind of the plan searching and the plan analysis. And uh, we have gotten into the whole AI space as well. But um, I was actually at a, a convention recently, Christine, and the AI was mind-blowing. They showed a video of someone that I, I know personally and she was introducing the, the next speakers on this video. And I was barely able to pick up that it was not her, but all the other people in the room that knew who she was didn't realize it wasn't her. And so the AI is getting that good. And I actually turned to two of my colleagues and I told them, we are never going to use that with our, our clients <laughs> because we really want to have the personal uh, relationship and have that experience. And so we believe that we should use AI to free up our time to spend more time with our clients and giving them a better experience, a personal experience. And let, let's use AI to automate things that we can maybe not spend our time on. Um, so mm -hmm. that we can focus more on our actual clients and building those uh, long-term relationships. But yeah, AI is so powerful. It's really, um, it's, it's here, it's now, it's going to be changing how we all conduct business. But my personal thought is that there's just lines that we just don't want to cross. And right. that line of the personal touch, the personal interaction, you know, we have to maintain those things 
and really mm-hmm. draw a line in the sand on how we're going to use AI and how we should not use AI. Absolutely. I, I think we, you and I are of the exact same mindset there that AI can't replace the individual consultant that works one-on-one with the individual or the, the family or the couple. Um, but AI can support the experience that we want to deliver to our clients. So it, it begins with, begins and ends, um, and throughout the process, that, that personal touch and that one-on-one relationship. But if AI can help me bring more solutions to my client, um, as long as they're delivered and discerned by me, then AI can be a great support resource for me um, to make sure that I'm offering all of the possible options to my client. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the, the technological tools that you have built really help your advisors make sure that um, they're running all of the potential options, especially when you're thinking about uh, navigating your way through thousands of options. Um, those navigation tools um, can can really help make sure that no stone gets left unturned, right? Yeah, so they have everything at their fingertips. They can, they can really scan through all these different plans, know exactly how that market works. They can really jump into any market, even if they're not familiar with that market, and within about 15 minutes have a really good grasp on what the best options are, who the most uh, competitive carriers are, what the best benefits are for the, the cost, and really know kind of how to navigate that market for a, a client and finding the best solution. So having that technology is really invaluable for them to really do their job mm-hmm. at the highest level in taking care of, of people with those exact needs and finding those, those best options. And I saw um, as well when I got the chance to be the fly on the wall during your boot camp training that um, the technology tools that you build also help your advisors connect your clients to or connect their clients to other service providers, other professionals that might be able to help other needs that get uncovered during that discovery process. Yeah, yeah. network of people that we are have uh, as strategic partners to really help them with the various things. And so one really good example, and we're actually going to be rolling this out, is um, having a lot of our advisors become uh, what's called a registered social security analyst. And oh. so we're actually going to be rolling out some software that will help our clients really analyze um, when they should start drawing on their social security, how to maximize it, where the crossover points are, and really provide some very detailed reports and, and visual graphs on how their social security works because it's such an important component to their Medicare and to their overall retirement puzzle and trying to really get that all, you know, kind of work together. And so, um, you know, there's, there was a, a term at this, this convention also that they were, everyone was kind of throwing around, which was to um, refinance your retirement. And so <laughs> I love that. Right now with all of the different interest rates that are available, most people can get a better deal now if they were to maybe rework their retirement with their 401k or their annuities or, you know, an IRA and various things. And so there's a lot of things that you yeah. can do right now to kind of refinance your retirement and, and free up more money and bring more money in just with how the market's changed and what's available currently. I love that. And of course, the cash flow support that they can get from reverse mortgages fits in perfectly with that. Well, Arthur, we might have to have you back um, on another episode of Reimagining Retirement to talk more about social security planning because 
that's a really important topic for us to understand as well. Um, Arthur, hopefully our listeners throughout this conversation today have been getting the sense that, sure, they can go into the marketplace on their own and they can try to learn all of these different plans on their own and discover what's available. Um, but um, having someone who really knows these products, that's what their, that's what their sole focus is, um, that's really a, a professional and a specialist in these areas um, can be so, so valuable. Um, talk about the cost of um, working with um, one of your advisors to help discern what Medicare plan someone should select. Yeah, so I mean, you're 100% right. Anybody can really go out and do their own marketplace plan or do their own Medicare enrollment. I mean, anybody can do that. However, um, with how it's structured, our government, they don't get a lot of things right, but they did, did get this one right. And, and so um, they got it right to where anybody can go out and use the, the a professional advisor for their marketplace coverage or their Medicare and not pay anything more for it. It doesn't cost anything extra. Nobody has the authority to change the cost of the plans either. And so as long as we're looking at apples to apples, that plan is going to be the same benefits and the same cost, regardless of the source that you get it from, whether it's a, a Compass advisor or another broker or direct with an insurance company or Medicare.gov or healthcare.gov. It'll be the exact same cost. And so they set it up that way so that everybody can have the help of a professional without having to pay any more for that so that you have somebody that can help navigate through all of these plans and really answer questions to where I'm sure many of us, if we look at anything that we're not you know, a professional in, we're not going to understand it to its full capacity. And so just having somebody we can even just answer or ask questions to and get some answers on, okay, what exactly does this mean? And getting the correct answer on, and just so that you understand it, so that you can be educated and make the right choice for whatever your benefit needs are. Perfect. So they could go out into the marketplace and choose it by themselves, or they could tap into the expertise of a professional, a specialist, and not pay $1 more for the exactly. exact same plan. Amazing, amazing. Well, Arthur, um, no doubt uh, many of our listeners are, are hearing this conversation today and they're thinking, wow, I, I want that kind of experience when open enrollment comes up again, or as we start planning for that three months before and that three months after turning age 65. If someone wanted to work with one of your advisors, how would they get in touch with you? So uh, the best way would probably be to call our office and any one of my staff members would, would love to help you out. And so our direct number is 801-901-3519. I'd also love to answer any questions that anyone has about Medicare or Social Security or anything with health insurance. And so you can reach me directly. Uh, my email is a barlow B-A-R-L-O-W, at insure with compass.com. Excellent. And um, if you didn't jot that down, no worries. We'll have all of Arthur's contact information embedded right here in the podcast. So uh, they can just link back to it and find that information once again. Um, Arthur, your information has been so, so valuable today for our listeners as they um, begin reimagining what their retirement could look like. But um, I'd like to turn our conversation maybe a little more personal now and and give uh, our audience a chance to get to know you a little bit. 
Um, we have some questions that we like to ask all of our guests when they come on our podcast here. Um, and one of those questions is to learn a little bit more about your favorite founding American. So when you think about um, the founding of our nation a couple hundred years ago, which individual pops to the front of your mind and, and what do you like about that individual? You know, this comes out from a lot of people. Mine's definitely George Washington. Um, having read several books on General Washington and watched several documentaries, I, I feel like I, I have a good understanding as to who he was and his character and the man that he was. And and it's just fascinating. I mean, all of the things that he did. And there were so many great, you know, founding um, Americans, um, but even many of the others like Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, um, you know, Thomas Paine, uh, Nathaniel Green, Henry Knox. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. But every one of them said of, of all of us, he is the greatest. He was a principled individual. He was clear, I think, on his principles and refused to budge. And, and that's one of the characteristics that I've always really appreciated about George Washington. Yeah, I mean, he was such a, a, a balanced character. I mean, he was a military man, very organized, very neat, very orderly. But also there's so many times where, where you can see that he just genuinely cared about mm -hmm. his troops or about all of the people on his estate or mm -hmm. about the country. And the mm -hmm. fact that he, he, he took that, that calling in leading the, the colonial army mm -hmm. and, and took no pay. I mean, he, he declined the pay that Congress offered him and said that he wanted to take it on as his duty as uh, really a patriot. And he could just always see the importance of us really winning our freedom and what that would bring for posterities to come. And we've all, every one of us uh, have really reaped the benefits in ways that I think that many of us may take for granted that we should really keep in the forefront of our mind because we do have a, a, an amazing life here in this country. Yes. Not lose sight of what that was founded on and the sacrifices that were made to bring that to us. So, so true. Thank you so much for that. All right. And one other question that we want to learn, uh, that we want to use to learn a little bit more about you. Um, tell us the title of a book on your nightstand or something that you've read recently. Um, what did you like about that book? Yeah, there's been so many recently that have been really good. Uh, one that wasn't the, the best, but we won't we won't need to talk about that one. But. <laughs> okay. Uh, one that I, I read recently was The One Thing by Gary Keller. And oh, what I yes. really liked about that is um, kind of coming to the realization that we physically cannot multitask. It's physically impossible. Mm -hmm. Our brain mm -hmm. cannot process multiple things at the same time. We can maybe be doing some functions subconsciously that we've already trained ourselves to do, but we can't focus on that consciously and do that while we're trying to consciously focus on something else. And so mm -hmm. the term multitasking, we all do it. What we're actually doing is shifting our focus from one thing to another thing. And when we do that, we're actually losing a lot of efficiency and momentum and our brain has to kind of reset and re-engage and pull different things out of our our mind and our memory and bring them to the forefront. And so it's actually quite hard on us as, as people. And I think that we should really kind of maybe change the way that we do multitask and just try and really be focused on the task at hand and not, you know, kind of not kind of have that whiplash and shifting of our, our focus. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Um, we'll make sure and include the information for that book um, when we promote the podcast as well, because that's a, another great concept that 
that is so important for all of us to know. Glad to hear that you're focusing on that. Well, Arthur, you have been so generous with your time today, and we really appreciate you spending uh, a little bit of your expertise and, and yourself with us personally. Is there anything else that you wanted to make sure that we covered today or anything else that you wanted to make sure that our listeners knew? You know, I think we've got a lot of uh, very important topics, but we, we are here to help out. And so we would love to hear from any of your listeners that do need help or even have just any basic questions that we can answer for them. And so I appreciate having me on. Very honored. And, and thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, again, our listeners know that it's really all about cash flow in retirement and all of the decisions that you make, all of the options that you choose, how you fund your retirement through cash flow planning with annuities, with reverse mortgages, and the expenditures and the cost that it takes to support yourself throughout retirement, such as the important financial decisions that you'll make when selecting your healthcare coverage um, are all important components in reimagining your retirement. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your day with us. We appreciate you being here and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. 